The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was at a table with referees. This is like a room full of accountants. Spicy. And they asked about Connor Bedard, and they laughed. Remember that night that I yelled at, in the bubble? At Bob. Great call, Bobby! I yelled it at the referee because he called a penalty shot in favor of the Regina Pats. Well, it's an empty arena, so like your voice will just echo and echo and echo. Yeah, they heard you for sure. That was pretty funny. Good call, Bobby! This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. It is. Hello. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Taco Tuesday on the RP Show and uh, all across Canada. And we say hey to our American viewers as well that love the things that we talk about here every day on Game Plus Television and YouTube Live, if that's your thing. What a great show. A lot of stuff going on. You're going to Hear about it in the Quick 6 show topics coming up. Stanley Cup playoffs, of course, underway. The CFL draft goes today. There's some breaking news there. I have with me our good and longtime friend, the Moose, Darren DuPont. How are you doing, Moose? Doing well. Yep. Yeah. I see what you're wearing today. I said it, we don't confer on what we're going to wear, but when we wear the same color, it ends up being a good thing. It does, yeah, it right? looks pretty good, doesn't it? For those that are listening at Listen Live or maybe you're listening to the podcast, wherever the best podcasts are found, he's got a Leafs pullover on today. And clothing for the RP Show host provided by the Alberta Junior Hockey League's Spruce Grove Saints. And I don't know who sang it or what movie it was. The hills are alive with the sound of music. What was that? Somebody, yeah. somebody help me out with it. Canada's alive with the sound of hockey, okay? And uh, so we're going to get to that in the quick six. As a matter of fact, not, do, you, do you hear the announcement? I'm not, I'm not sure if they do, but it's pretty I loud through here. blaring into my ears. Uh, welcome to Grey Eagle today. These are the today's jackpots. So bear with me. I don't know where the voice of the Grey Eagle is, Bruce Germain. But anyways, I'll try and fight my way through this opening preamble with her welcoming all the gamblers today, the hopeful gamblers to the show. Reggie Begleton's going to be with us, former Green Bay Packer wide receiver, current Calgary Stampeder. He's coming down here. He's the only guest of the day. The rest of us... The rest of the day is Moose and I. But I just want to say this. We are live on Game Plus TV. If you don't have that, what's wrong with you? Call your cable provider and say, dang it, I want Game Plus TV in the RP show. Okay? Do that. But my phone's blowing up. I didn't... My point six b of the quick six was junior hockey playoffs. And can I just say this? I got a text this morning from Vancouver Island. And the guy says, hey, it is Estevan at Flin Flon tonight. Estevan needs one more win in game six. Let's hope they win it. I said, no, no, no. Let's hope they lose. More hockey. 
Right. Right? And he's, then he's like, what about Bedard? Is he as good as they say? And I'm like, dude, I'm going to air here in like 10 minutes. <laughs> but that's, that's that. And then I walk into the casino today. I'm not going to say which security guard it was at the front. But he's all geeked up about the Flames game tonight. Yeah. And uh, he goes, they're cocky up there in Edmonton. They got what they deserved. He goes, you watch now when they're losing five. They got what they deserved. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking yeah. about it. And people in Calgary, well, Flames fans, love when the Oilers lose. And Edmonton fans love when Calgary loses. So depending on what happens tonight, you know they're going to be ready to, to jump. The hate is palpable. Okay. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, first of all, breaking news out of the Canadian Football League before we go any further. Today is the draft. It goes tonight. The Edmonton Elks agreed to trade the number one overall pick in tonight's CFL draft to Montreal, according to TSN's Dave Naylor. His tag team partner, Farhan Lalji, then jumped in the ring, took the tag, and he reports that the Alouettes will send the number four pick and the rights to offensive lineman Carter O'Donnell, who's under contract with the Indianapolis Colts, to Edmonton. The deal is awaiting league approval, and maybe that's why I don't have a news release on it from the CFL. So the number one pick now is owned by Montreal. Edmonton traded it. Let's move on. <clears throat> to what I want to talk about. If you want my CFL draft thoughts, tune in to 900 CHML Hamilton, 6.30 p.m. Eastern tonight. I'll be on with Scott Boo Radley talking CFL draft. Join us then. So, number one, Philip Deneau. What do you know? Scored late in the third period. And the LA Kings held off the Edmonton Oilers 4-3 in game one of their first round series. Trevor Moore and Alex Ayafalo each scored and had an assist for LA. And Brandon Lebeau, uh contributed a goal as well. Connor McDavid and Connor Yamamoto replied with a goal and an assist each. Neon Leon rounded out the scoring with a power play tally. Let's just drop anchor on that for a second. Yes, Mike Smith cost them the game. He said it himself after the game, the goalie for the Edmonton Oilers. And some things never change. You people tend to forget. I go, I'm the history guy, right? We got a new producer, so he's not going to hit the bell. Or he might. But go back to Ken Holland saying our goaltending is fine. We feel our goaltending is fine going into the playoffs. And if he's the general manager, you're getting the sense that, is he really the general manager? We're hearing that he didn't want to fire Dave Tippett, but somebody overruled him. Did he, did he maybe want to get another goalie in there, but couldn't? Who's calling the shots there in Edmonton? But it's interesting with Mike Smith saying after the game, that's over and done with. There's no point looking back. Yes, it cost us the game. No, Mike, there is a point in looking back. Life lesson, the older people know it, the youngsters don't, but should. If you don't look back and learn from your mistakes, you are destined to repeat them. Edmonton Oilers 101. And it's led to our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who should start in goal in game two for the Edmonton Oilers? Miko Koskinen or Mike Smith? We just tweeted it just before the show, so I don't even think we have a sample size. But I do see people weighing in saying it's not Mike Smith's fault. The defense broke down, blah, 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 blah. Listen, you can cover his ass as much as you want. And yeah, I'm a defensive. I get defensive for goalies. But in this case, I'm not defending Mike Smith. I saw Ryan Rashog say on the post-game analysis on TSN that they want consistency and predictability out of Mike Smith. Hallelujah! Everybody does. He's not giving it. At, at what point do you move on? But no, Rod, you don't know anything. I hear it all the time. It's a long, it's, 
lonely out here playing the long game when you eventually get proven right. It's lonely. Waters are in trouble. They are. It's, it's, it's tough because Mike Smith was really good the last, what, couple of months yeah. of the season? Really good. 116 in a row? Right. And so the decision to stick with the goaltending duo looked really great. And it's, I mean, it still can. Um, he wasn't, you know, really bad throughout that game, but he still allowed four goals. And that mistake is what everybody's going to look at. So it is a question who's going to start. I'm probably voting for Mike Smith to start game two. Me too. Actually, I am voting for Mike Smith Hot to start take. game two. Um, I don't think he's going to make this mistake again. Um, but you know what? You want, you know, I compare it to a quarterback, you know, a real gunslinging quarterback who has a big arm and throws deep and tries to, and he throws a bad one and it's picked off. You don't want him to shy away from doing what he does. But I think Oilers fans might want Mike Smith to shy away from playing the puck anymore. And he's had some success. He had the OT breakaway pass to McDavid. He can play the puck with the best of them, but not in that moment at that late in the game. That's really tough. You. You saw what Kelly Rudy said. Can you just address what Rudy said before we move on? Yeah, Rudy he said he's like, Mike Smith has to address his team now after this game. He's like, you don't have to. A goaltender shouldn't and doesn't have to address his team after giving up a game-winning goal all the time. But in a situation like this, he'd have to address his team in the locker room after this one, and I'm sure he did. I just did a peek while you were talking, and 100% of respondents on Twitter are saying that Mike Smith should start game two for the Edmonton Oilers who, by the way, did not earn the right to have their jersey displayed on the RP show set because they lost last night. Now, moving on. Are we ready to move on? Sure. Your jacket says we're ready to move on. <laughs> Jack Campbell made 24 saves to earn the second playoff shutout of his career as the Toronto Maple Leafs defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning 5-0. Leafs up one game to none. Austin Matthews scored twice. Mitch Marner snapped a long, snapped a long postseason goal drought. Had two helpers. While Jake uh, Muzzin and David Camp also scored. The Lightning were never in the game at all. They had a little bit of push at the start of the second period. They actually came back to outshoot the Leafs at that time. But then the Leafs snuffed it out. And I was glad to hear whoever it was. I think Leafs coach Sheldon Keefe saying that home ice was a huge advantage for them. Because we were watching the game at the Shark Club. And it was awesome. And it was, it was Bedlam in there it looked like. There was a real palpable lift that the Leafs were getting off their crowd last night. You know, and that's not always the case in every home game or even in that arena, but it was last night, right? Yeah. That's where home ice uh, was a major advantage for Toronto. But I also love John Cooper coming out and saying we gave him a freebie. Pretty hard to evaluate how good they were when we were that bad. Don't think this series is over. And listen, I don't like the Leafs. I don't like their fans. Sorry. So I didn't like what happened last night at all. And I... I know John Cooper. He's a good guy. He's a former Notre Dame Hound. So I'm still pulling for them. But if the Leafs win, I'm not going to be. I'm going to sleep over it. I mean, you certainly deserve it after all this suffering and baggage right. that you carry. But I didn't like what happened last night. <laughs> Tampa's not done. Of course not. And that was always the narrative coming into this game, right? This game meant more for Toronto. They needed it more, right? You look at the psyche of the organization that if they lose this game, you start doubt creeps in right away. For Tampa... You lose game one, there's no doubt creeping in. They've lost game ones before. They know it's a marathon, a long series. They've been there. So they're not worried about one misstep early on in that game. But, you know, it was a, it was, it was a, really, you know, a really great game. Uh, 
Toronto played a complete game. It wasn't ga- a great game at Toronto all. Toronto played a complete game. It was a great game for Toronto. Yeah, it was a great game for them. But early on, you know, it was, it was, it was great. I mean, early, but it was the five-minute penalty kill that really changed everything when Tampa didn't score on that. And then there's other things that aren't going to happen. Stamkos isn't going to miss those one-timers with the open net right on the side door, right? Um, they're not going to give up three breakaways and one breakaway goal every night. So, yeah, it's, it's one game for sure. Yeah. My mind's racing on all these things. Isn't this great? It's, I love it's, it so much. But it wasn't a good game. Stop with the good game stuff. Right? The show, you even said last night, it's too bad it's, or was it Lee? It was Lee. Lee. You said it's too bad this is so one-sided because it's not a game. Yeah. This gave Lee more time to be Joe Social Butterfly around there. Right. Right? Which is more his For bang. sure. Yeah, it was a good game until, what, the second period? Yeah. And yeah. then I get a... My favorite newspaper is the USA Today, and I get the uh, daily email from them. Huge brawl erupts in Toronto, Tampa game. Was it that huge? wasn't that huge. For today's NHL. For t- yes, for today's NHL, you'd think they'd be locking him up and throwing the key away. Kyle Clifford going to get suspended today? Or does he have a hearing? I don't know if he does or not. I haven't he heard shouldn't. if he's having a hearing. Yeah, I don't think he'll get suspended. I'd, originally, I didn't think the hit was that bad. You showed me the replay from a different angle on your phone, and then I'm like, okay, that is from behind. He deserved the five minutes. But supplemental discipline is for when it's not handled correctly on the ice. I think it was handled correctly on the ice. I think five minutes was the right call, and I think it's done. Uh, start spreading the news that the RP show is live on Game Plus TV right now. Tell your friends that uh, we got some big talk going on today and Reggie Begelden coming down a little later on. John Massey. <laughs> Oiler fan writes that he says, what about the part where you predicted Oilers in six? He's an Oiler fan and he's a troll. Don't come at me because your team crapped the bed in game one. Don't come at me. But they don't understand. It's classic deflection by Oilers fans. To, you coming at me? Because Mike Smith blew the game? Just give me a second. Stop it. What? Oilers can still win in six, I think. If my math is right. But they're, they're angry and they're upset, and I'm not going to take it personally. You're hurting. Hurting people hurt people. That's right. Jason and Red Deer. Sorry, but Liko Loskinen is worse. Ooh. Stick with the guy who went 9-0 and down the stretch and made one mistake. But it was one big mistake. But yeah, you got to give him a chance. But what if he blows game two? Then, what? then you're really in a, in a hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that we'd spend a lot of time on the Orders and Leafs. There were other games. Did you know there were other games? Yeah. <laughs> David Perron had a hat trick and an assist to lead the Blues past the Minnesota Wild 4-0 in game one of their first round series. I didn't see that coming. Earlier, Seth Jarvis and Nino Niederreiter, two former Portland Winterhawks, scored second period goals to help the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Boston Bruins 5-1 in their game one. I got him stirred up in Winnipeg today. I said, I'd like to see more Western Canadian kids on the Winnipeg Jets. And they're going, okay, Don Cherry. I don't see how that's racist or discriminatory. It's not. It's not. But I think, you know, Don always thought that the Leafs should have more Canadian kids on the team. I'm not Don Cherry. I'm not trying to be Don Cherry. I was very upset when they didn't take Seth Jarvis, who's a Winnipeg kid in round one a couple years ago, and went with Cole Perfetti, Mum's Spaghetti, who's also a tremendous player. But look what Seth Jarvis is doing. 
I, I don't like the makeup of the Winnipeg Jets team at all. The Shifley thing. I have that written, actually, as my point three. I'm getting a little out of order here. Do you move Mark Shifley? Like, I will just say this. You, you, with the attitude displayed by Mark Shifley Sunday in his postseason comments, I believe when you have Western Canadian players, you minimize the chance of that type of attitude being in your dressing room. There's still kids out here that have that type of attitude. But this is why I said at the trade deadline, blow it up. Because at that time, only you knew what you had in Mark Shifley. Now the world knows what the Jets have in Mark Shifley. Do you want Mark Shifley on your team? He's not a team first guy, clearly. And that's, I think the question yesterday was, should the Jets bring back Mark Shifley? And over 70% said no. This is why I also don't have a problem with what he said. Because for 30 years in this business, I was a team first guy and then got a bullet in the head and thrown out with the trash. So now I see where he's coming from. He's a me first guy, right? That's, I'm not sure that I did it right for 30 years. Right. That's with these players now in the NFL that want to trade, they want out. Debo Samuel, the latest. Although they say they might not move him now. Problems aren't that big. But again, what kind, of, what kind of guy do you want on your team? Do you want Mark Shifley on your team? The whole NHL now knows that he's a me first guy. They have scouts for that, and I'm sure everybody knew anyways. But I know I'm jumping all over the place. But, I, but that's where they should have blown it up at the deadline because it would be a lot harder now. Unless they still think they're that good, good enough, and a new coach is going to be the magic formula for them. Well, they are good enough. But also, if they move on from some of these pieces, just to create a different collection of pieces, they're going to be okay. It's a more of a retooling than a rebuild. And, and one of the, you know... Really? A, reloading. A, yeah, it's more of a reloading because, you know, unless you want to deal all these great assets you have for prospects and draft picks and start again, but you could take Mark Shifley, trade him for another piece that you could plug and play right away. You know, you could do that with some of your older veteran players that still have a lot of value to cup contending teams. But uh, there was a great viewer comment that came into our, our socials on that, on the Shifley thing. And it was to the extent of comparing him to Johnny Gaudreau in the Flames. Not that Gaudreau's not a team guy, but he went through a bad year. All of a sudden you bring in a new coach that can relate to the player and put him in the best position to succeed. And Gaudreau's a hundred point player. You know, Daryl Sutter was that for Johnny Gaudreau. So who are they going to bring in, in in Winnipeg? Could be that for Mark Shifley, maybe. Did you see Daryl on the highlights? No, I didn't. Sports Center. Somebody tell me what he said. It was something about cows and chickens. Of course, it was. of course <laughs> I can't it was. Remember. Somebody tell me what. It's hard to stay on top of everything right now. There's a lot going on in sports. I know. This John Massey, the Oilers fan, he's in Edmonton. A viewer says that was your prediction. Oilers in six. John, I'm a professional relationship expert. No, not that. How about professional arguer? You're angry today that your team pooped the bed and you're coming at me because I'm the easy target because I'm on your screen right now. Your anger is misguided and I'm not going to receive it. Okay? I'm feeling me to the okay. gong after that. Yeah, if I'm wrong... Oh. Good one, Rod. About this series, I don't care <laughs> at all. Darren in uh, Utah, it's only game one. The best team will win this series. 
Um, I see that there's a lot going on here in the comments section, in the uh, chat. So I don't know how far I want to go down that road and just or, or just let them chat amongst themselves. You know? Yeah. Uh, Randy from Winnipeg. It's not the Leafs or Leaf fans. It's the Toronto media that bugs me. This morning they said Matthews and Marner players of the night. What about Perron or Ranta? But that's what I said yesterday. Uh, I, I posted that. I said, all these TSN analysts are all Ontario guys. Look at who was sitting at the podium today. Jeff O'Neill and Dave Poulin. And uh, he's from Timmins. And then Darren Dreger, who's like an adopted Torontonian. Right. I think it's cute that they all want the Leafs to win. I think it's cute. Like, if they win, I won't be upset at all. Oh, we're in the break. Boy, this is going fast, eh? Oh, we're way... We're... It's the first time this... We'll be right back. You're watching the RP <laughs> Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcast, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Game day in Calgary. That's the place. 8 p.m. tonight. The Calgary Flames and the Dallas Stars game one of this Western Conference quarterfinal series. Zach Nelson in Calgary writes and He says, Rod, I saw Daryl comment about why he hates 8 p.m. games during the playoffs. I don't need to hear what Daryl Sutter has to say about it. I hate 8 p.m. games in the playoffs. I looked at the start time. I'm like, oh, I don't even know if I'll make it to the end of the game tonight. And I'm going to the game. Right. You'd be asleep in the press box. Yeah, I was praying yesterday, waiting to see if we made the cut to get into the press box for the game, and we got the email. Yes, we'll be. Thank you, Calgary Flames. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, we are live from the stage bar, Great Eagle Resort and Casino. After five years, Menopause, the musical, is finally returning to Calgary with its hysterical, brilliant comedy. Come see what 17 million-plus fans around the world have been laughing, cheering, and raving about for years. May 13th. Menopause the Musical. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.ca. Go check out the Grey Eagle social channels today. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter for video and shots of Billy Talent last night. Right. They say potentially the greatest show that's ever rocked the event center really? over here. That's what they're saying. That's what Sheldon's saying. I saw Billy Talent and Sum 41 when I was a kid. That's what I grew up kind of listening to. It would be a little nostalgic to listen to him last night. Forgive me for saying I couldn't name you one song Billy Talent sings. There's two kinds of music that I like, country and western. He's not a country guy. Not at all. Right? So they do keep asking me, Gray Eagle, do you want to go to these shows? Do you want to go to these shows? And I'm like, you bring in some country greats, I'll be, the, I'll be in the front row. Right. But yeah. for, Foreigner, Air Supply, Billy Talent, I can't name one song. Right. I, just, well, I didn't listen to that. I know. Um, Beach Boys will be good, though. That's the one that yeah, I know you're going to be into. Safari. Is that Reggie? Yeah, it is. Where are our stools go? Reggie, I'm sorry. We had some stools. Reggie Bagleton coming in next. Packers alum and stamps. There's one on the other side of the curtain. Just bring it on out and have a seat. Apologize. We don't have our greeter here today. I, I would jump out of here, but that would, yeah. Yeah. And another thing, I got to say this before we get back into the hockey talk. And I will say clothing for the RP show provided by... The Alberta Junior Hockey League Spruce Grove Saints, who are 
embroiled in the middle of the championship game three tonight. Mm -hmm. It is in Spruce Grove tonight. Uh, it is taco time, Taco Tuesday. For only $2 each, do you order hard or uh, soft-shell tacos, beef or veggie? That's what they want me to say. What I want to say is I saw Taco Time Regina on Instagram asking, how many tacos do you think you could eat? What do you think? How, what do you think? $2, today would be the day, what, seven, eight? Jesus says eight. We'll ask Reggie. Like, I'm just thinking at my age and as a guy that preaches and coaches moderation, I'm not sure that's a challenge that I want to take. <laughs> and yet I do, but I don't. I'm not sure it's smart to do that. Right. Well, and I know when we go, it's not just tacos. So we want to get a burrito and a taco salad. But and that's not what we're saying. We did yesterday. Right. Uh, beef and cheese burrito, small Mexi fries, and, of course, the Diet Pepsi because it nullifies all the calories you just put into it. Of course it does. Um, you could have eight tacos. It's still only $16. I know. <laughs> Today would be the day. Can you let us know in the comment section how many tacos that you think you could put away? I would say, for me, six. Reggie's a big guy now. I got his Wikipedia up here. It says you're six feet. You're bigger than that. Right on. He says that's right. Wikipedia is finally right about something. How about that? And 200. Not after all those tacos, you're not. 208, he says. I'm looking forward to chatting with Reggie. Um, back to the chat. Uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. I feel like we're covering a lot of ground, and I feel like we're not covering a lot of ground. There are some CFL fans chiming in here. We'll get to that with Reggie. So hang on. I got to go back up. Tonight's games. Let's go to tonight's games. Have we moved on from what sure. happened last night? I just I will invite you to vote on our poll. Who starts in goal for the orders in game two? Mike Smith or Miko Koskinen for Capital Auto Mall, Universal Collision Center, dealerships all across the prairies. Everybody, so far, last I looked, 100% saying you go back with Mike Smith. But if you expect him to change, you're a fool. Although, one final thought on those yeah. games from last night. Two things that I would watch in, in the day off is uh, Morgan Riley and Darnell Nurse, the two defensemen, because they both had hand issues. Morgan Riley, from the fight, he was cut up. That's and why you don't want him to fight. He was concerned, and Darnell Nurse blocked that shot. I think it was in the third period. Um, so they're worried about his hand as well. He finished the game, but those are two things I would watch. I want to say 2009-10, we were in Brandon with God's team, the Regina Pats, and we were getting our ass kicked as usual. It was like 7-1, 8-1, and Jordan Everly got in a fight. And I think it was with Braden McNabb. Or did he play in Brandon? No, he played no. in Kootenai. Some big tree of a defenseman, and Everly decides he's going to fight him. And after the game, I said, why, why would you do that? And he says, I want to say that I got in a fight in my career. And I said, okay, but you didn't win, not even close. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Jim in New Jersey is watching, and he says, if they start Smith in game two, he has to be on a short leash. Can't go down 0-2. Even the Kings' third goal from Lemieux was soft. Uh, Jim goes on to say that Kyle Clifford has a hearing for his hit last night. So we'll wait. If, if the news comes down of a suspension, which I don't think there will be, we'll have it right here. Tonight... Dun, 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 dun. Pittsburgh at the New York Rangers, Washington at the Florida Panthers, 
Nashville at Colorado, and then, of course, here in Calgary, it's the Flames home to the Dallas Stars. Nobody here expects the Flames to lose game one, but that nobody in Edmonton expected the Oilers to lose game one. So it should be a dandy. Any of these games stick out more than the others to you? I mean, obviously, we're in the market, so the Flames game. I'm now... I really am intrigued about the New York-Pittsburgh series. I think that's going to be really good. I, I, I want to see what you know playoff Crosby has left in the tank and Malkin and those guys and see what they come with, uh, Tristan Jari. Um, the Florida game, I've looked at the start times you know, to see which games I'm going to be able to watch. Let's go to the big board. Because I want to watch Florida, I want to watch Pittsburgh, and I want to watch Calgary. Those are the three. Uh, Rangers, Pens, 5 p.m. Okay. Capitals, Panthers, 5.30 this is Mountain. Predators, Avs, 7.30. And then the late game, Dallas-Calgary. So I'll probably start and, you know, do the stagger. I'd say we watch here at the stage bar. That's a good idea. The early game. Uh, Have a butter uh, chicken. Oh. Watch the game. The butter chicken at Gray Eagle <laughs> is to die for. Right? Very good. Moving on. We're still in the warm-up here, if you can believe on Game Plus Television and YouTube Live. <laughs> Comments are coming in for Reggie Bagleton. You're a very popular guy. One from Jack in Vulcan, Alberta. Reggie the Rocket Bagleton will break the single-season reception record and touchdown scored in single season. Love is integrity, character, honesty. Reggie's my guy. Love you, brother. That's from Jack. He says he loves you, too. And I feel like we got to get a sponsorship deal with a bagel company with Reggie. Do you have one? No? I'll tell you something. Canmore, I was out there on the weekend. Lined up for blocks to get into these bagel places. I think it was the Rocky Mountain Bagel Company or something. Yeah. In Florida, there's a million bagel companies. Flakowitz's Bagel. Um, Einstein Brothers Bagel. Here, I think it was Rocky Mountain. Let's take you out there. And throw him in a car and go out there. Let's get a deal with a bagel company for Reggie Bagleton. It's a perfect fit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, coming soon. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> From Phil on YouTube. If the Jets let the player's dad coach the team, perhaps let Mark Shifley's dad coach the team because maybe he can focus on improving his game rather than being in those commercials. <sighs> Spicy. That's pretty good. They got a lot of problems in Winnipeg with the hockey team. And as I said, at least you have the Blue Bombers. Right? Focus on that. Woosah. Training yeah. camp opens in like 13 days. The Toronto Blue Jays are one of the hottest teams in baseball. There's just one problem. The New York Yankees are hotter. Glabor Torres homered early, then hit a go-ahead single in the ninth as New York won its 10th straight game, beating the Blue Jays 3-2 Monday night. Toronto had two men on in the 7th and 8th with the score tied 2-2, but the Blue Jays were unable to score them. So the Jays, second place in the AL East. My next point was CFL draft, and for those that missed earlier, breaking news, the draft goes tonight, and the Edmonton Elks have traded the number one overall pick to the Montreal Alouettes. This a call all according to TSN, the CFL's unofficial PR firm. The Alouettes are sending to Edmonton the number four pick and the rights to offensive lineman Carter O'Donnell, who is currently under contract with the Indianapolis Colts. The draft, the first two rounds tonight, 6 p.m. Mountain, 8 Eastern on TSN. Point six, I had NBA. 
Tyler Harrow scored 25 points, and the Miami Heat topped the shorthanded Philadelphia 76ers 106-92 in the opener of the Eastern Conference semifinal. The 76ers were without Joel Embiid, who isn't even in Miami, while recovering from an orbital fracture and concussion. By the way, I said to Serena, when are they going to um, get excited about the Panthers in South Florida? She's like, conference final, round three, if at all. The Heat are in the playoffs. Panthers are a rumor. Right. And I guess we covered the junior player uh, playoffs off the start, so I think we're good. Other than to say there's no games in the dub tonight. They're still spreading this out. No, but, you know, it was cool to see what the Vancouver Giants did for they our won. viewers on the West Coast. Beating Everett, that was really cool. And the reward for knocking off Everett, who is the top team in, in the Western we Hockey League. got to play the Kamloops Blazers. Who are a top team in the country. Taking care of business. Yeah. But I guess on the junior hockey stuff, because they're all watching tonight, game three of the AJ final, Brooks at Spruce Grove. Uh, MJ final, Steinbeck at Dauphin. That series is tied 1-1. SJ final, Estevan at Flin Flon. Bruins up three games to two. So there's a lot going on. Moose, we'll see you back here into hour two. Sounds good. Reggie Bagleton next. Packers alum, current Calgary Stampeder. A lot of football talk after this timeout. You're watching on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live in 24 hours. Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, by the way, we're live from Calgary. We're live from Grey Eagle. Jeff Foxworthy, the largest selling comedy recording artist in history, a multiple Grammy Award nominee, and best-selling author of more than 26 books, brings his brand new The Good Old Days Tour to Calgary on May 28th. Right here to Grey Eagle. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.ca. We've been talking all hockey for the opening 40 minutes. We're going to switch it over to the National Football League now and the Canadian Football League now. And I, we welcome in Reggie Begleton of the Calgary Stampeders. Reggie, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing well. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. But you threw me for a loop just before we go to air. He had a message from his quarterback, Bo Levi Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, Bo Levi says... He doesn't, doesn't say, say hello. <laughs> it's still happening, folks. It's still happening. But I have vowed to get Bo Levi Mitchell on this show at some time <laughs> before we go. Although we're wrapping up our stint this week. We'll be back later on this summer. But, Reg, I just mentioned, I think it's 13 days. Are you counting down in your head? How many days is it to training camp? Uh, it's, what, today is uh, May 3rd? Yeah. Yeah, about 12 days. About 12, 12 days now. Reggie is from Beaumont, Texas, six foot. 208, played high school at Westbrook in Beaumont. We're going to get through everything with Reggie, his history here. Played at Lamar. Stan Peters, 27-19, won a Grey Cup in 2018. Green Bay Packers, 2020-2021. And then back here with the Calgary Stan Peters in 2021. Grey Cup champion, CFL All-Star, CFL West All-Star. You could retire, and that's a Hall of Fame career. And you're not, you're years away from doing that. I feel like it. I feel like I feel good. I feel like I can go for another 10. Do yeah. I want to go for another 10? Mm. Mm. I could beg the difference. My body is going to eventually, you know, say no. <laughs> what are you on a scale of 1 to 10 physically? How are you feeling? Physically, I've been taking care of my body a lot, uh, a lot better than I have my younger years. So actually, I do feel better now than I did a few years back. Isn't that something? 
Why is it it always when the guys are five, six, seven years into their career that they realize that they need to get more serious about their conditioning and stuff? Well, it, it goes back into college. You know, the strength coaches, they really don't take the time to educate you on, uh, you know, elasticity, you know, being nimble and everything like that. They just want to see numbers. So we're conditioned to, to, you know, just put up heavy weight and everything like that. So when you're on your own, what do you know? It's all about what do you know? And then later in your career, who you meet and how you educate yourself is how you go about. If you want longevity in your career, you're going to go and do your research. Because yeah. why is my body feeling like this? I think I, I thought I was doing everything right, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see the wonder in my eyes. I'm just, did this dawn on you in Green Bay or at what point did your eyes come open? To I did have a transition in Green Bay because I wasn't getting the answers that I have wanted. But I knew I needed to change. I just didn't know how to get it because now every uh, nowadays everything costs money. Every yeah. all answers cost money, and then I didn't have that. Yep. So it, it, it was it was really rough. Yeah. Well, here's the you know this, Reggie. Your family, your friends, the fans. Like, well, you're in the NFL. You must be. A cabillionaire. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. work that way, right? Does not at all. No, but, you know, we'll look ahead to the CFL season and stuff, but I got to ask you what it was like being in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers and all the drama surrounding the team. Honestly, it, it was a cool experience because I got to see, you know, a guy who's at that caliber and he has a lot of heat on his head. How does he handle that pressure and still perform the way he does? And everybody always asks me, like, what is up with his attitude? Why, why is he the way he is? And I'm like, well, this guy is a winner. He, he steps in that building, and everything he wants to do, every, every next step he makes is towards trying to win the game, win the Super Bowl at that, not just the game. So his mindset is always winning menta mentality. So when all the when all those distractions come, it's like deflect, 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 deflect. I am focused here. So don't don't look at his attitude as, you know, he, he's snotty. No, he's not. He's not. He's just a winner. Yeah, but the thing is what you see on TV is different than what you see in real life. Exactly. Just about anybody. But I've had friends that have played with him. And as much as he's driven, obviously, you don't win a Super Bowl and be league MVP without being driven. They do say he's like the biggest free spirit. Yeah. Of anybody that you would ever meet. So what's that side of him like? Well, honestly, I haven't had the privilege to see that because Away I was in Green stadium. Bay yeah. with, uh, with COVID era, area, uh, era. Mm -hmm. and so when we was outside the stadium, we were locked down. I mean, I was in my apartment, and that's all I really could do. Like I, I it was, it, it was a prison cell for me. That's yep. what it felt like at times because you couldn't, you couldn't interact, you couldn't have a uh, camaraderie with your teammates, you couldn't build that. And then with the business aspect of it, it's already a grimy situation. I'm coming in trying to get a spot, you know? Who wants to make friends with a, with a new guy coming in? So it, it's, it's tough, but it helps you uh, catapult into life if you use it. But it can also break you down. Well, and I know you're a huge believer, and I know that you're a man of faith. So you, the NFL experience could have been better because COVID kind of ruined it for you hmm. in a way perspective yeah did that lead to you coming back to the stampeders or what made you want to come back to the cfl and what made me come back was the fact that i got released <laughs> yeah i mean that that's 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 part one 
Uh, you know, God closes doors and opens a new one. This is my new door and I'm going to take it and I'm going to take it seriously. I don't care if it is the CFL or it is a notch lower than the NFL. I don't look at it that way. Mm -hmm. I'm here and I have I have a mission. I'm, I'm here to, to uh, win games, to win the Grey Cup, and that's what I'm going to do. We are just getting going with Reggie Bagleton, okay? And we'll take your questions from viewers. He's going to stay with us into hour two, and then the Moose will come back and we'll put a, uh, you know, more emphasis on these Stanley Cup playoffs here on night two. Appreciate you coming down, Reggie. Lots of time to come with him. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're live on YouTube streaming. And, of course, if you missed any of the show, you can always catch the podcast wherever you find the best podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP Show live from Calgary. And by the way, we'll jump into a sports update here. Johnny Goodrow and the Flames welcome the Dallas Stars to that place. Scotia Bank saddled them tonight in game one of their best of seven playoff series. Calgary won the Pacific Division title. Dallas finished fourth in the Central. That's a featured game tonight for us, but also it's Penguins at Rangers, Preds at Avs, and Capitals at Panthers. Blue Jays righty Alec Manoa is going for his fifth win of the season as Toronto hosts the New York Yankees tonight. The six foot six Manoa is slated to face six foot five Yankee righty Jamison Talon. Glaber Torres hit a two run homer and singled home the deciding run as New York edged the Blue Jays three two last night for the Yankees. Tenth straight win. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. And for the Tab Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Reggie Bagleton's with us from the Calgary Stampeders. Packers alum. Um, our friend Don, a Navy guy, writes in. He says, great attitude, Reggie. Wish other folks were more accommodating towards Canadian domestic professional leagues. Um, John in Winnipeg says, as a player, Reggie, what's the biggest adjustment from NFL to CFL? Field size, number of downs. What's your take on that? Yeah, field size, but also the speed of the game since the field is smaller down south. Uh, but also it's uh, the room for error because uh, there's so much money involved that if you make one mistake, it's that much more you know uh, liable to you as a person. So you, you can't make any mistakes. That's pressure. Yeah, pressure. So the pressure. Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, we were talking about kind of mutual friends here in the break, and John Ryan, whom you have played against, is a good friend of mine. And I often said to him, John, Super Bowl champion with the Seahawks, now a CFL punter. I said, what's the biggest difference in the league? And he said, money mm -hmm. and pressure. Money and pressure. And that's kind of what you were getting to there, yeah, right? because it takes the fun out of the game. It, it really does take the fun out of the game. Here, we're able to let loose and actually go back to playing a kid's game again. Having fun. That's what everybody says. Yeah, I can see by the smile on your face. Now, and to have fun, one of our viewers has written in and says, I'm surprised Chris Jones is trading. Edmonton's trading away. It's Chris Bird in King City, Ontario. He says, I'm surprised that the Elks are basically trading away all of their draft picks. I'm not. <laughs> Chris Jones does not put a premium on picks or Canadian talent. He just doesn't. He never has. That's not really overlooking it. 
But I'm not surprised that Edmonton traded away the number one overall pick today. And Reggie, I've been in Calgary almost three months now. And obviously everybody's stamped or stamped, excited about the stamp season. But they're really looking what's going on up Highway 2 in Edmonton saying, what are mm-hmm. they doing up there? Is that going to be your number one rival, the Elks? Always. always. Is that more than Saskatchewan? Yeah, i say so, especially Labor Day weekend. It's always fun. It's always fun when those Jets coming by and then just the intensity, the pressure of the game. It makes it, it, makes it a lot of fun. Well, I'm hoping to be here at this Labor Day game for the first time in my life for an Elks Stampeders game in Calgary at McMahon. I think last year you guys sold the whole place out, right? Yeah, I believe so. And Edmonton won. Well, I don't know about that. I wasn't here. <laughs> well, I see. Well, you're, when did you join the Stamps? Because you're... The last two games of the season. Ah, because it said you were here in 2021, but you weren't there then. Not yet. Okay, so what's it like, McMahon versus Lambeau? Huh? It's, uh, Lambeau has a lot of tradition. So does, you know, uh, McMahon. So honestly, it's just... At the end of the day, when, when, when the lights are on... And you got that guy in front of you. The game is 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 still the game. Mm-hmm. It's not really much of a difference. It's not. It, it really isn't. Well, because you're focused on you're, yeah, you're focused. between the white lines. Mm-hmm. Are people overlooking the Calgary Stampeders at all in your mind? Are you are you are you seeing any of the buzz, reading any of the hype? Or? I feel like uh, everybody wants you know the Calgary Stampeders to have a downfall year. So the fact that we struggled at the beginning of the year last year, if I was like. Finally, it took COVID to finally happen because of how it's been a dynasty in the last decade, right? So I feel like everybody's curious to see, are we able to bounce back? And I think we are. Yeah, well, I know these guys pretty well around here. How we get along or not is the subject of another topic, but I've known them mm-hmm. for a long time. And I, what I get the sense of was 2021 was their down year. We finished third. That's a down year for us. Exactly. You know, the expectations are pretty high here. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what it's supposed to be at a winning program. Mm-hmm. So, what do you like about this team? I like tradition. I love the, the uh, tradition that we have. What do you like about this roster right now? Well, once we finish the draft day and we complete the roster and we see what we got, I won't be able to actually answer that until we get into camp. Because I don't know what new guys we have coming in, what holes, what voids have we filled. But I believe and I have faith in our front office. I have faith in Huff. And we're going to be a winning team this year. When we come back in hour two, more with Reggie Begleton. It's not every day you get a great like this on the program. So uh, he'll be fielding more of my questions. But more importantly, he'll be taking yours. We'll continue to recap night one of the Stanley Cup playoffs and look ahead to night two tonight. Talk a little Blue Jays. Junior hockey playoffs always close by, and the Moose will be back in hour two. So stick around. We'll be right back after this break here on Game Plus TV. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.